1: Welcome to Looking for Love. I'm your host, Dr. Laurie Buckley.
0: Hello, I'm Mark Phelan, and welcome.
1: Hey, Mark. Good to see you here. Likewise. We're talking about such an interesting topic today. The title of our episode today is Love Lessons and Movies.
0: Love them movies.
1: And how can they combine? And I want to start off with this story that I found so touching. I found it on the Internet, of course, as we find everything these days.
0: Everything on the Internet is true.
1: Yes, of course. There are such fabulous love stories when it comes to films. And we're going to be talking about some of those today, not just our favorite movies when it comes to relationships and love and even sex, uh, but how they can really impact our relationships and our lives. But this is actually a true love story because true love stories do exist. And I'm I'm sappy when it comes to love stories. But this is a wonderful one. This is about a couple Harvey and Mildred and Harvey is 92 years old and Mildred is 90 and they have been married for over 50 years. I think that that is certainly respectable. It's admirable. It's a wonderful thing, but not just to be married for 50 years because I think a lot of people are married for many, many years, but if they're married, but they're not happy, then I don't know. I don't know how much of an accomplishment that is, but not Harvey and Mildred. They seem happy. They have 11 children Yikes. 35 grandchildren, 29 great-grandchildren, and three great-great-grandchildren. Holy it's such an incredible thing. But here's the love story part. At their 50th anniversary party, and they live in Oklahoma, apparently, Harvey got down on one knee. <laughs> he held Mildred's hand, Mildred's hand, and he sang Bing Crosby's Let Me Call You Sweetheart. But apparently he wrote his own lyrics to the tune. Now come on. If that's not the sweetest thing, I mean first of all, getting down at your on your knees at ninety. Did he get back up? <laughs> no easy feat. So the granddaughter, she recorded it and she had asked her grandparents, what's the secret to that, you know, long, happy marriage that you have? I wanna know. And the grandmother said that her secret was that marriage is love and understanding. And the grandfathers which is Harvey, and I love his response, always being able to say, yes, honey.
0: Well, Levin <laughs> kids tells me lack of electricity. In other words, growing up in that era, well, hey, what are you going to do tonight? Well, you know...
1: What else are you going to do? Right. Yeah. They certainly did not have the internet or cable. Isn't that a wonderful That's story?
0: I'm, I'm, I am an incurable romantic myself.
1: Yeah, me too. And we can create our own love stories. And a lot of movies, I think it's changed a little bit, but a lot of them, they do have these happy endings. And, you know, the movie ends at the happy ending. In other words, it's not really the ending. It's the end of the movie, mm-hmm. but it's really the beginning of most relationships, and in the past, we didn't get to see what the actual relationship looked like. I think m- there are movies who are getting much more realistic, and even some in the past that we're, we're going to talk about. What's the first movie that comes to mind when you think a movie that is about relationships, a movie that you enjoyed, that touched you, or in some way it could be humorly, humorly? Humor- humorously? <laughs> That's a good one. Maybe it made you laugh. <laughs> How's that?
0: Well, we talked about this, and one of my all-time favorites is "Somewhere in Time."
1: Yeah, now "Somewhere in Time." Look, it—it's my probably in my top ten when it comes to love stories. Is probably in my top Absolutely. five. But a lot of people, and I've told people this. Oh, I love "Somewhere in Time." They're like, "Are you kidding me?" That is just pure garbage. It is. You have to be it's a true romantic. A
0: fantasy number one, right? number two. It's a movie, and yeah, let me see the reality. Let, let's let's break it down.
1: I, mean, I love it, it, that movie. There is
0: no better score to a love
1: story oh, yeah.
0: than the variations <laughs> on a theme by Paganini, which uh, is just haunting.
1: Is it? Is it Paganini? Are it. you sure? Uh, uh, I'm yes. thinking that, not. It's
0: uh, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Anyways, we'll look it up and get back to you later. It is an amazing movie. It is movie. A, the
0: ethereal. It's about... An otherworldly experience. It's a fantasy love story. It's not a knockdown, drag out American beauty and let's beat the hell out of each other and go to jail kind of crap. Who
1: wants Although that? Although that is a really good movie.
0: But we want reality.
1: Well, somewhere in time, I'm gonna say speaks to, for me, the power of love. Absolutely and so maybe it is a metaphor. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes it's a fantasy, but it could also be a metaphor. What can you do when you love so fiercely, so fully? A lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that movie represents that. it carries that.
0: on to the real life of the life of Christopher Reeve and his wife. I mean, my God, talk about the love story.
1: Oh, yeah. That, you know, yes. The, just
0: The tragedy of life. And then you see this. And anyway, it's just wonderful. And it's one of those films, just hearing the theme. Wow. So I used to use it as kind of a litmus test for girls I was going out with saying, Oh, somewhere in time. Oh, oh, I love it. Or "Eh." the reaction like your friend. I go, you know what?
1: Check, please. (laughs) I like that. I need to have a little bit of that
0: fantasy romance because that's what's fun. And then you have the modern version of Fifty Shades of Disgust. Yikes. I mean, yeah, that's a love story. No, thank you. Pass.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know anybody who would say that was a love story. But yeah. So somewhere in time definitely makes our list. And you're right. There is a romantic fantasy spirit so give to me it. One of yours. Well, you actually brought this up. We both talked about this, and it was it made both of our list. Annie Hall. Oh yeah. Annie Hall. There are. I mean, there's so many quotable lines that was, in that, that movie.
0: Really, well, he won Best Picture for it, and and justifiably so, regardless of people's attitude about Woody Allen.
1: I know. I was just thinking that, that too. You can't
0: take away the fact that that was the, one of the most authentically brilliant films ever done in the United States.
1: Absolutely. and You know, I mean, I'm thinking about, there's a couple of scenes that I think so many people talk about. The one, I mean, I have probably, I can't even count how many clients have mentioned this scene, where they're both, you see the split screen, they're talking to their their therapist, mm-hmm. and the therapist is asking them, you know, how often they have sex, and Woody Allen is saying, hardly at all, three times a week, and she's saying, all the time three times mm-hmm. a week it's just how we approach it it's exactly. classic
0: our interpretations
1: right and also when they when, when they're having the conversation and then they have the subtitles mm-hmm. so they're having this you know seemingly intelligent conversation but what they're thinking and you see it in the subtitles is something very different and ultimately is about their insecurities and we all have those i mean that whole movie is about insecurity isn't it yeah. i mean there's and
0: uh, neurotic behavior and how you accept people for that Crazy quirks.
1: Yeah. 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 It, and yeah. not just accepting, but almost embracing mm-hmm. and celebrating. And it's a wonderful thing. Oh, and then another one about sex is when they're in bed together having sex, and she, you literally see her dissociate. Her body walk away from, I don't know if you remember this, but her mm-hmm. body walks away from the bedroom. He's like, oh, you are really not present. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because it, it happens all the time, right? We're just, we're not there. Our bodies are there, but our, our soul and our spirit is completely somewhere else. There were just some good ones. A, a couple of the lines that, the one that I love, which is so true, that relationships, um, they're like a shark. If it's not moving forward, it dies. Sure. So I don't know if, if that, I mean, I've heard that so many times. I don't know, did it originally actually I come think from, Woody. I think that's Woody.
0: I think that's Woody.
1: It's just, mm-hmm. it's brilliant. I think that was
0: one of the first. Yeah. He only writes originals.
1: Well, and then he said, and we have a dead shark.
0: Exactly. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. How many of you people have a dead shark on your hands? Because it's true. If it's not moving forward, it will die. So that's a great lesson from Mm -hmm. that movie. And the other one I love is the story at the end that he talks about. The brother goes to see the psychiatrist and he says, he says to the psychiatrist, he says, my brother, he's crazy, thinks he's a chicken. And the psychiatrist says, well, I I think you should go get him some help. Like, why doesn't he go seek help? And the guy says, well, because we need the eggs. Yep. <laughs> and then Woody Allen says, so that's kind of like relationships. He said, you know, our relationships, they're crazy. They're, they're insane. But we keep going through it because we need the eggs. Yep. And, you know, that's so what we talked about before, kind of the payoff. It's true.
0: It's so true. It's so true. And then one of my favorites, and you said, talk about love stories. And, of course, I mentioned my favorite film of all time, The Godfather. The Godfather. Which you know, hey, what's more love than having somebody's getting whacked in your family? <laughs> you go to the mattresses to protect your family. And little Mikey, you know, Mikey, have a little good time with this uh, girl, but you know, she's not a part of the family yet. It's all about familia.
1: Well, who am I it to is judge? Family. If that's your, if that's what feels like love Look to at you, that
0: wedding scene. Good was that for you. Fabulous.
1: <laughs> so, is that from Number One?
0: That's my all-time favorite
1: movie. Yeah. Number one, I think, was it number, wasn't number which was the best? I think it was, was it number two? There's one, I think number two was the best one or, or maybe it was number three. One of them was really not good. It's the first spiders. one, the first oh, one, that was
0: a movie I was in.
1: <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. No, the first, the first Godfather was really good, but the either the second or the third, I think it was no, the second no. one.
0: The first one was fabulous. The second one was great. The third one was Kaka.
1: Okay, the second one I think was a little bit even better than the first one. It
0: could have been. On, could have been. Yeah, in, cer- in certain areas. Well, that's it was. a
1: whole other show by itself. Fantastic. Yeah, but there, you know, when you think about it, is there any movie that doesn't have love involved or any relationship involved? Well, hey,
0: Helen of Troy, the face that launched a thousand ships. I mean, it's been on Cleopatra, Mark Anthony.
1: Love, and, and yeah.
0: It has always been about that.
1: I mean it's Romeo
0: what Romeo and Juliet.
1: Love love is what makes the world go a round. Tragedy of love. Yeah, but there are some that are specifically meant and as then love stories. And you get to
0: the more modern versions like Sleepless in Seattle.
1: Yeah, I and like it, you that. know, there's another
0: one that's we were talking about uh, what, when you first start seeing someone, the first things you usually do, dinner and a movie. The beauty thing is at dinner you're having conversation, you getting to know each other. At a movie you're sharing an experience together.
1: Which is a wonderful and way to bond. What's the
0: greatest thing they say? It's a date movie or it's a chick flick. Well, I don't mind going to see chick flicks once in a while because they're usually kind of nice, inspired romance. Those kind of things are fine. But at the same time, if they can touch your heart, if they can go there and get you out of your reality, make you... Now you've shared that little moment of of emotion.
1: Yeah. And any good movie will elicit emotion, whether it's fear, whether it is excitement, whether it is love or sadness or joy. So experiencing those emotions together, it really is a bonding thing. But you talked about Sleepless in Seattle, which speaking of love stories, it sort of follows up on an affair to remember. Mm, Of course. Which is, I mean, that is a classic. And Mm. they refer to that all the time. And that also is a great movie. I don't know what the lesson is, except, I don't know, I just really like watching it.
0: But it's also a great personality kind of litmus test. Because if you go to a film like that and you watch the woman or the man swoon and, oh, my God, I love this. And the guys or the girls going, oh, eyes rolling. There was a great episode of Seinfeld where...
1: The piano? No. No, not the piano. No.
0: Where Elaine is going to see the English the patient. The English
1: patient, yes, with yes. With their
0: boss. He's going, oh, the passion, oh my God, <laughs> Elaine, the passion. She goes, oh my God, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> that was hysterical. And because so many that, people
1: felt that way about the English oh yeah. patient.
0: But that's the beautiful thing about it. It transcends our normal environment. So now you have a, a substitute where you can talk about personality and how you react to something kind of in a neutral space. And you get did you like it no did i like it no why did you like it? why did it move you and now if you really liked it it becomes a what is our favorite movie of all time it's like your first song you hear
1: no that is that's sort of the best case scenario but if your partner and you don't agree that doesn't mean that you're not compatible it right. just means that no, you have yeah, different opinions and if you can hear and understand your partner's opinions or feelings about it, even if they're not your own and vice versa, mm-hmm. that also can be a wonderful sure. experience. One movie that I was thinking about when we were going to do this show, for me, and I actually refer a lot of clients to watch it, not so much the whole movie, although I love the whole movie. It's very romantic. Uh, P.S. I Love You with Hillary Swank. Oh, and a couple of really good looking guys is the lesson that that I like people to see is at the very beginning of the film, there is a huge fight. Now, when we fight, when we get reactive, we don't want to do that, but we do because we're human. We're not our best selves. I mean, we all go there. Mm -hmm. There are moments that we can look back and go, oh, I can't believe I said that or did that, but we do it you know again we're not at our highest functioning self we're not our best self it doesn't mean that we say anything mean or critical or or abusive to anybody but
0: sometimes those slip out because you can't control the anger
1: well yeah there's a line mm-hmm. it really should never slip out and in this particular film in that scene they do have a we'll say an unhealthy kind of an exchange but they never ever Put each other down or belittle or criticize each other. They don't. Uh, although they do some, again, not not really high-functioning things or say great things, but they are there in this real fight. And I say real because it is a fight that we can all look at and we've been there in some form or another. And it gets so bad that he literally leaves. I mean, it's it's bad. He offers her an opening. She doesn't accept it. She's telling him what he's thinking and he's feeling. Again, a lot of behaviors we can go, yeah, don't want to do that, but we can all relate to it because we do it at times. But the part that I love the most that I think people can really learn from is how they recover. They recover so quickly. And we all have those moments. We all have conflicts. We all have fights. Well, ideally, it's not that you have to have a fight to be healthy. I mean, there are some therapists or people who believe that if you don't fight at all, then you're not in a healthy relationship. And while that can be true, because avoiding fights is never a good idea, I do think there are some couples who who don't fight and they Mm -hmm. can be perfectly happy and healthy Um, and then there are people who fight all the time and they don't ever really recover and that's not healthy so it's how we fight Mm -hmm. but most importantly it's how we recover and -hmm. when people hold on to that anger they never address it they really just hold on to it for not just hours but days and sometimes even though they think they've let it go it's never goes away it eats them up it's resentment. And resentment is probably the biggest passion killer that there is.
0: Well, it's almost like any, any uh, sporting event. You have to know how to fight fair. And if you, you should kind of establish the uh, game rules ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So the old, there's a great expression, never go to bed angry.
1: Yeah, I don't believe in that, religion. by the <laughs> way. Well, <I> mean, <laughs> There's a difference that we have. As a,
0: as, at least what I'm saying is at least yeah. trying to put parameters out. Yeah, And don't go below the belt because what's going to be accomplished? Because we can both go there. What are we going to get out of it?
1: I do believe that there does need to be boundaries. Yeah, so right. just because you're angry, it doesn't give you an excuse to call somebody a name, exactly. to yell at them, to treat them badly. Obviously, this goes unsaid, to, to hit them exactly. in any physical way, but not just physical. I mean, emotional and psychological right. abuse inflict is… Inflict
0: pain for the sake of… Very. Th- inflict- There you go.
1: Yeah, there's nothing okay. The reason why I talk about the going to bed angry, it's a rule that a lot of people follow. And for some people, it works. But I do believe that a lot of people who believe that end up having these arguments that go on way too long because they're in an exhaustive state. They're exhausted. They're tired. They're so reactive that they can't have a productive, healthy, effective Mm -hmm. conversation. But they refuse to go to bed until they work it out. And that ends up being more problematic because most of the time, if we can look at our partner and say, look it, right now, I am not happy with you. Uh, you could even say, I, you know, I'm hating you, but I still love you. Let's go to bed and we'll talk about this tomorrow. Right. And no, that
0: makes sense because then you wake up refreshed, clear head, Sometimes whatever. you don't even you remember can. what
1: you were fighting about.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and let's face it, the later it gets, the quieter it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, the neighbors are going to hear every bit of your business. That's when the police may be called. Things can get amplified when it was just basically a disagreement.
1: Right. no, And usually about nothing. yeah, And all that. So sometimes it's good to sleep on it, you know, every now and again. So in the movie, what they do is they have this big fight and he walks in, you know, after he's left. uh, She told him to leave and he walks in and I forget what he says, but something like, are we done, sweetheart? And they hug each other and they make up sex. So it, that's a beautiful thing, Makeup sex. But yeah, it's just, it's how you recover from it. And mm-hmm. if you truly recover from it, it's a wonderful thing. So that's what I love about that movie. And I don't want to give too much of the movie away, but I'll just say that, and most of you have probably seen it, that there are endings in that movie, that there are some love stories that end. And that movie shows that even though things end, there can also be new beginnings. All of us, or most of us, or all of us will at some point have our hearts broken and lose love, um, whether it is you know through a divorce or death or a decision, but we all have to face heartbreak at some point. And to know that that doesn't mean it's the end, that there's new possibilities up ahead is always an important thing.
0: Well, we were talking about uh, how people react differently. Uh, there may have been the beginning of great relationships ended because of they had disagreements about a movie. Because the person, <laughs> True. And I, I brought the example of the, the most romantic movie in the last 15 years. Or so it was Titanic. Billion dollars it made. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion was driving everyone crazy.
1: <laughs> Good song. But at the
0: same time, women would swell oh my God, Leo DiCaprio, he's sacrificing his life for her. And the women would be swooning and most guys would be going, man, that water must be freezing.
1: Well, not a man that I would want. <laughs> but that's my point. So if you have that conversation
0: yeah. after maybe on a first date. The you poor can learn girl, a lot. The girl would be going, you know what? I don't want to see you again because I need Leo. <laughs> Everyone, there's a certain fantasy world we should all have those moments to occupy. You read a great book. You see a great movie. Enjoy those moments. Everything doesn't have to be rooted in hardcore brutal reality all the time
1: right and you can learn a lot about a person in discussing movies Mm -hmm. sometimes we can be touched indirectly so something that in our real life we have difficulty accessing or allowing ourselves to feel because maybe it's too painful or maybe we just haven't gotten to that place of growth in our life when we see it from an indirect way in a film or read it in a book or hear it in a song it can touch us in a way that approaching it directly doesn't and so it can bring up a lot of thoughts and feelings and emotions that we maybe wouldn't be able to get to quite as quickly or at all so that can be a great way to open up some really meaningful conversations in your relationships i like that what other movies stand out for you
0: one of the all-time classics is cash or blanker
1: yeah, you know, I mean, I that's never met a dame beautiful. You
0: know, in all the gin joints in all the world, she, she walked into mine.
1: <laughs> Timing. <laughs> Phenomenal. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I think that was a little bit pre planned on her part. But there is something there about unconditional love, I suppose, that he takes his own. I mean, I don't know if anybody's not seen it, I'm not giving anybody, but he, he takes her needs above his sure. and, and, he, 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 and he, the world's needs, right? Bigger as, needs. From
0: a guy's point of view, yeah, it's a romantic movie, but look what he did. You know, he says, go ahead. You know, he let her go back. He gave up to Ingrid Bergman, I mean. Exactly. Yeah. And she was stunning.
1: Yeah. Oh, background. yeah. Yeah. And he was, he's kind of sexy himself. There's something, there is something sexy about him. A movie that I saw not that long ago. Uh, for the I don't know how many time I like to watch movies over and over again sometimes but it was High Fidelity and I don't think you've ever seen High Fidelity oh it's a it's so good it's just really good and it's definitely about relationships and if you're into music it's kind of fun Uh, where he really is examining there's so many movies with this theme where you're examining your old relationships when your most recent relationship didn't work out and you start to look back at he was the top he was always a top five guy so he had all these top five lists so top five hard and he looked back at these relationships. And when you look back at them, you remember, again, sort of whatever you decide, whatever you focused on remembering. And he would go back and visit them, and it would be a very different experience. And therefore, was able to look at his current relationship, or most recently, ended relationship, in a new way. And sometimes it's stepping back. Um, stepping back, we don't necessarily need to have years. We just need to have space and looking at things in a clearer way in a more enlightened and mature way, can really make a difference in our relationships. And that's just a fabulous movie. It's really enjoyable to watch. I've always
0: been a fan of the movies. It's it's part of my life, absolutely. And I don't mind saying, I've I've chewed on my hand a couple of times, trying to keep from crying. I remember seeing E.T. on a first date.
1: <laughs> I and love that he, You
0: know, home, right here. And I'm like, uh, oh, Jesus!
1: i biting know. on my
0: hand, trying to not reveal that it was touching me.
1: Yeah, you know what? Don't hold back. There are movies. I'm trying to think of one recently. I, I know it happened with, strangely, The Butler. It's just I don't know why that's one that comes to my mind. Certainly with Life is Beautiful. There's been a couple of movies that, that at the end, I had to sit in the theater mm-hmm. and, and bawl. I mean, just not just, like, tears, but, I mean, cry. And it would go on for, you it know... It happens
0: like, to me when I see Jean-Claude Van Damme movies.
1: <laughs> I understand.
0: The release that can happen, it'll sneak up on you. You don't realize it's touching you that way. Sense yeah. and sensibility. It's, you know, it's classic Jane Austen and... Oh, I didn't want to see that's chick flick. I love that movie. I saw Emma Thompson, who I have a major crush on anyway, uh, just sitting there watching Kate Winslet, the young babe... Get every guy suitor coming in, and there's Hugh Grant prior to his dalliance day. But I like him. He keeps showing up, and then finally she goes, oh. "He's off to marry someone else." Then he shows up and says, "No, the, the wedding's off because my heart always will, and always will be yours."
1: Oh that is an old fashioned love story, but you mentioned Hugh grant, which reminds me of a, a recent movie it's out now with Meryl Streep uh florence J- uh, Jenny Jenkins
0: jacobs florence something <laughs> other but it's <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be fantastic
1: I it's have not a seen love it. st- i it, i think it's a love story i yeah, i did I've not seen it I did and I really enjoyed it it's a fun movie and it's a definite love and story it's true. and it's true
0: apparently david Bowie r i p uh had an amazing vinyl collection and one of them was that Florence Jenkins Jane or whatever
1: it was. <laughs> it's a good movie. I recommend everybody see it, but yeah I I thought in definitely...
0: four weddings and a funeral. How
1: fantastic yeah. was that one. Oh uh. Another one, right? There's so many. We will talk about films another time. I want to hear about your films. What what touches you and why? So give me a shout out. Write to me at laurie at com, or you can go to my website, drlauriebuckley.com. You can contact me that way as well. And we have to have an action step. And since we're talking about movies, if we think about our lives. You know, we get to be the writer. The actor, the director of our life. And we get to also do that in our relationships and how we create relationships, how we cultivate and nurture relationships. And think about that. How is your life going? Your script going? How can you, you?
0: can rewrite.
1: You can. You
0: can reshoot. You can start over.
1: You can rewrite. There's a new scene. How do you want that to look? And I think what that Throwing does. a car
0: chase. So it's always a
1: good <laughs> you know, No car chases. But it can actually inspire some creativity in your love life. So you can use that in a sexual way. It's like, okay. You know, you think about how do. If I were to have this love scene in my movie, how would I want that to look? It does inspire some creativity. It also reminds you that you are the one in control of your life and your relationships. So that's your action step for this week. Think about your script, your life, your relationship. What rewrites can you do? What scenes can you create? And I want to hear about any of your experiences because I think that's an exciting way to look at it. I know I do that oftentimes in my life. How do I want my next chapter to play out? And planning is always a good thing. But uh, yeah, spontaneity can be overrated. So get creative, get intentional, always a good thing. And next week, We're going to be talking about the law of attraction and how the law of attraction can or cannot, we'll talk about that, help you in finding love. So we look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you so much again for listening. Please do subscribe to us on iTunes if you like what we're saying. And again, I look forward to hearing from you and we will be talking to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks again.